My uh, husband, Jesse, and I started coming to this congregation about three and a half years ago. And after we had our son, Elliot, I stopped working outside the house and decided that volunteering would be a good way to stay busy and involved. And so I'm on the fellowship committee. I'm an at-large board member, and I try and help out when I can. So I spend a lot of time here. Um, But this congregation is not my first Unitarian church. It's not even my second. (laughs) Um, Let's just say there have been a lot of stops and starts on my spiritual path. And um, this is the most recent stop on a very long um, 34-year journey. So my mother was raised unchurched with the occasional church service thrown in on holidays or when she stayed with relatives. Catholicism was the default in her family. It's, and in northern New Mexico, it's Catholicism is the default. So um, generally, that's where she went, in a borrowed mantilla, the little lace cap, and absolutely no interest or idea what was going on in the service. So um, my father, on the other hand, he still has calluses on his knees from the hard kneelers at Sunday Mass <laughs> and Catholic school through eighth grade. So they grew up very differently. Uh, in very different religious, um, in, in well, she didn't have religion, and he had a lot of it, too much, he would say. So they ended up being married in a non-denominational ceremony performed by my dad's ex-girlfriend's father, who happened to be a Methodist minister. And they were not religious at the time, but they were searching. And so they found an Episcopalian congregation that suited them, but after I was born and very quickly baptized, 10 days, right, because the Catholic grandparents were like, get her in a dress and get her baptized, um, Father Lee declared that I could never participate in services because I was a girl. So my parents left. And they settled down with another Episcopalian congregation. For those of you who don't realize, Episcopalian is basically Catholic light for a lot of Catholics, so that's why they kind of gravitated towards that. Um... They were with another congregation, and there was a a very charming and a very kind theologian of a priest. Father Lynn believed that most religious paths lead to the same destination. I think he was a Unitarian at heart. And he was happy to let boys and girls participate in all services and and in all aspects of church life. So church was fine. But I never felt comfortable with the theology, even as a kid, and it never quite fit my parents. So when we moved to a house half a block away from the First Unitarian Church of Albuquerque, it seemed like the universe was definitely telling us something. Like, you should try out this church. If it works for you, it'd be really convenient. (laughs) And it did work for us. The religion itself was a good fit. We found people we connected to who shared our humanist and progressive ideals. The minister gave sermons that were full of wisdom and intellect. They even hired my dad to be church administrator. We were, we were enmeshed. The coffee was good. They always had cookies after service. I explored other religions in my RE classes, and we had frequent potlucks, and we always had a place to go on Thanksgiving and Christmas. And we hung out with interesting and kind people. And we went to Wiccan-inspired ceremonies. I sang in the choir. I worked in the nursery. I volunteered in the church office. Finally, our very long search was over. And yet, infighting, an autocratic leadership structure, reticence to speak truth to power, 
Our time there ended up being a slow burn of small issues that grew bigger and culminated in a rift that tore the church community apart. I was heartbroken. My family was heartbroken, and it would be years before I would give organized UUism another shot. I dabbled in science of mind, which is not a cult. <laughs> it sounds like it's a cult, but it's not. <laughs> it's not the same as Scientology. Um, science of mind, meditation. I dropped in on a UU service once in college. And I thought I had gotten over the trauma of the church rift, but I had not. I left quickly after it was over with a stomach ache and on the verge of a panic attack. So I remained unchurched. I remained unchurched throughout my 20s. Uh, Jesse and I were married in a nature-inspired, non-denominational service performed by my dad. And when we moved 600 miles away from Albuquerque to Salt Lake City, I ventured into another UU church determined to get back to my roots. I was also determined to find some like-minded people in a sea of much more religiously conservative people. But it didn't stick. Jesse wasn't very interested. <laughs> um, I didn't feel like we really needed it, and we didn't click with the people. So we went to breweries or concerts or movies, or we went skiing on weekends instead. Um, but then we moved again, and this time we moved 2,000 miles away to Virginia. And Jesse was about to start a brand new job, and we were excited, but we were in culture shock. Um, the East Coast is very different from the Southwest for a lot of reasons. Mostly, I was so claustrophobic. You guys have so many trees here. <laughs> I couldn't see anything. Um, but you know, I, we didn't know anybody. Our families were across the country. Um, we wanted to meet people. Uh, so we started coming here, and it was lovely. And the people are warm, and the church is beautiful. And finally, Sundays feel like home. And I'm happy to be here. And I'm glad that Elliot will grow up in love with people that I truly feel are trying to fully participate and live out the principles of Unitarian Universalism. There is still a part of me that aches for the teenage me that was so traumatized by the implosion of her first UU Church family. But I'm glad that I can show up here with everything I learned from the experience, with a full understanding that no matter where you are on your journey and no matter the role you play in the church, no one is infallible. Everyone can be better, and we should all work to be better. My first UU Church experiences have given me a wariness of authority, a reticence to lead in some ways, and a propensity to ask too many questions. My subsequent religious experiences have let me incorporate tenets of different religions and to know what it is like to be a stranger in many congregations. Spiritual journey has not been easy, but it brought me to where I need to be with experiences that have shaped me, I hope, for the better. But I believe that no matter how perfect a fit this religion is for me and no matter how good the church services are, Unitarian Universalism requires more from us than framed principles on the wall and lip service. We cannot become complacent. Organized religion, even one as rule adverse as ours, offers humans a framework in which to live our lives, a way to come together through shared belief and ideals, and if we're doing it right, to put those beliefs and ideals into action. 
What I have come to believe in my spiritual meandering is that UUism, at its core, requires work and sacrifice and humility. It requires us to take our big overarching ideals and to put them into action in our everyday lives. I think that that is what was missing in my first UU church, and I think that's why we fell apart. If you say that you believe in the inherent worth and dignity of every person, but you don't pay them a living wage, what good do your beliefs bring into the world? If you say that you believe in justice, equality, and compassion in human relations, but you refuse to accommodate those in your congregation struggling with mental illness, you are living a life closer to injustice, inequity, and cruelty, no matter what you say. If you believe in the acceptance of one another and encouragement to spiritual growth in our congregations and a free and responsible search for truth and meaning, you have to be patient with people who don't agree with you. You have to have humility in how you approach fellow human beings. If you believe in the right of conscience and the use of the democratic process within our congregations and in society at large, sometimes you have to cede control and trust the process, and sometimes compromise. Because relationships and spiritual growth matter more than ego. Our principles tell us that we want to reach a goal of world community with peace, liberty, and justice for all, while respecting the interdependent web of all existence of which we are a part. To achieve that means we are going to have to work really hard, individually and together. The Unitarian Universalist Church of Loudoun is the most recent stop on a 34-year journey, and I hope to be here for a while. And yet, it is no time to rest. Faith can be fulfilling and nourishing, but it should spur us to action and working on ourselves and making the world around us a better place. And that's what I believe.